Hello, and welcome to the Brain Mastery Podcast, brought to you by ABI Wellness. This series features renowned experts on brain injury, brain health, and rehabilitation. Be sure to visit abiwellness.com for more resources. Welcome back to the Brain Mastery Podcast. It's my pleasure to be hosting this episode and to bringing it to you, you know, some of the main messages for this particular episode are going to be around really questioning the status quo, searching for solutions, remaining tenacious and hopeful that one will find the kinds of opportunities that will enable oneself to regain some levels of function. It's a, it's a great story about a, really a personal quest to restore quality of life following you know, a pretty significant injury. You know, so I really encourage everybody that's hearing this episode at home to really listen up and try to think about some of the main messages and lessons in this particular podcast and try to think about how that could apply either to your own life or to the lives of a loved one or a friend and really applying some of the kind of mindset that our guest today applies to taking on what are you know, what can be really challenging obstacles. So I really encourage people that are listening up today to listen to our guest. I'm, I'm very privileged to have Catherine Webb with us today on the Brain Mastery podcast. Catherine brings with her a great amount of experience. She's a wonderful communicator, a great human being. She has a really important message to share. So I just, I, I really encourage everybody listening here to pay attention, grab a nice cup of coffee or tea or water or whatever, whatever you enjoy drinking and listen up to this one. And, you know, if if this message resonates for you, if it hits home for you, I really strongly encourage you to share it through whatever channel you you share things. Uh, If that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, you know, Catherine's message is very important. And actually, I remember first hearing about her, you know, quite a while ago, you know, a couple of years ago, and then actually having the privilege to meet her right before the COVID pandemic took over, really days before that all happened. So it's really my pleasure today to to introduce uh, Catherine Webb and and welcome her to the podcast. Catherine, thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Mark. The privilege is all mine. (laughs) You know, for people that, you know, are listening, you know, Catherine, our audience can be individuals that typically our world is kind of that, you know, brain injury recovery space, concussion recovery space, but also just generally improving one's activities of daily living and quality of life. You know, for people that are listening for a little bit of context, do you mind sharing a little bit about yourself and and what brought you to some of this work? I mean, obviously, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit on some of your, your history with brain injury and what led you to applying some of this amazing mindset that you have towards recovery. So um, do you mind just sharing with the listeners a little bit about some of your background and story? I don't mind at all. (laughs) I'm not too sure. It's so amazing, but I always loved life. Yeah. I have three kids and and, uh, just had a lot of fun with them growing up, went to university at the same time as they were going to school and then eventually, eventually university. I think maybe 
about seven years or more. <laughs> Which university did you go to, uh, Catherine? In those days, it was Malaspina in Nanaimo. It is yeah, yeah, yeah. University, and then into Victoria. Okay. So I took three different programs. I loved learning. I think that was a great springboard for what was to come later. So graduated from my last, my third program in 2008, and then uh, ran my own successful successful in my own small way <laughs> interior design business and doing a lot of the all the drawings myself in architecture wow. and loved it and then just one evening just hit from behind in my car and my brain was uh, thrown within my skull and that was it that was it is a new life and so I think like when I say springboard I mean springboard mm. we gather all of the things that we've taken from life and apply it going forward. I don't think there's ever a waste. Mm -hmm. So uh, the things that I feel very privileged to be able to keep was, and I I felt like it was tucked behind a hand in that crash was like integrity and love and green and, and those things that mean actually at the end of the day, they mean the most to me. A hundred percent. And in my experience with you, Catherine, it just shines your integrity, your values. I mean, and everybody that's worked with you, you know, I have some colleagues who've also been privileged enough to, to work alongside you and with you. And that's uh, something that really stands out to you. Uh, to, to me and to everybody that's around you is these values and this, this commitment to others and to making things better for everyone. Yeah. So that, in fact, is my, my hope. In sharing today, I'm, I am no no hotshot, and it's not about me. Each of us have our own very special and valued journey through life. But in response to you asking me to share, it is my privilege because if there's any tidbits, it's been nine years now mm-hmm. since brain injury, since the concussion and and injury, and if there's tidbits that I can share that that encourage others in their day-to-day living, the grind, the tears, the joys, or uh, I've got a couple of therapies to share. Like, uh, well, yeah, I've taken, I think I pretty much took most every therapy there was available. I just dove into it like I don't, like I dive into everything, <laughs> including concussion. <laughs> and they had some excellent uh, people helping me and I grew from everything and then and then just just have pretty progressive there's some pretty progressive things out there so i'd like to share day-to-day care oh yeah wonderful treatments that i've had i won't go into all of the other ones primarily because most of us have some access to some of those physiotherapy yeah absolutely and if you wouldn't mind for the listeners and again thank you for sharing this like what were some of the kind of persisting or long-term challenges that you had as a result of, of the concussion? Like what were some of the things that in the, in the day-to-day life remain still a bit challenging with you executing some of those activities of daily living? Remain challenging now? Or- no, 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 before, before. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Well, I think I was a mess. <laughs> I, I, my vestibular system was way thrown yeah. out. So I was, uh, to turn in bed make, made me nauseous. So uh, everything, every movement made me nauseous. I was uh, heavily fatigued. 
to walk. I hung on to walls and furniture. Uh, my speech was twisted mm. and words came out in the wrong order mm. and slurred and almost like some crazy world accent that never was just because I was trying so hard to communicate. And gee, it was just such a long list of symptoms that, that blocked me from moving forward. Right. And, uh, you know, like so many, it's, you're not alone. I mean, that's the thing that brings us to this work is, you know, me and we've known each other for a while. And some of the people that I've worked with, Clayton comes to mind, someone that, you know, both you and Clayton are real inspirations to so many people out there because you've had to face such immensely challenging obstacles head on. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, some of those challenges, you know, around the vestibular, you know, issues, maybe if you wouldn't mind, talk a little bit to, there was a therapy you took that really made a difference, right? On the vestibular side, right? And maybe for those that are listening, maybe this could really help, you know, like you. And as we've talked about, we want to inspire some hope, you know, for people that are out there listening, that, that there are some promising therapies out there that are worth exploring. Right. Oh, Mark, I had this all organized in five pages. You're jumping me way ahead, but you know what? I apologize. I tend to do that. You do however you want. (laughs) I'm going to jump right there. If that's where you want to go, I'm yours. So I had taken at least two years of traditional physiotherapy for my vestibular system. And I believe I worked up to being able to stand on a balance foam for uh, like 2.3 seconds. Huge. Yeah. So uh, just then uh, I'll just jump ahead, right ahead to about four and a half years post-injury when I um, was watching a program and it was a documentary on the brain's way of healing. Yes. Dr. Norman Doyle. Yes. Yes. So I learned about the pawns then. I saw uh, Jerry is a, lady, a, a woman that's featured on that. And she was walking and, and listing, I believe, to the, well, I list to the left when I walked and uh, very awkward movements. And I felt the same way. And I said, where, where in the world is that treatment? I'll go there. And, and in knowing how to research, you'd think I would be able to research, but I, I, I forgot. I forgot pretty much mm-hmm. most everything. So I tore off a little paper and wrote it down, pawns, and I just carried that around like Dr. Seuss, like, are you my mother? Like, yeah. do you know pawns? So then a brother-in-law, he researched it for me, found it. It was a clinical trial in Surrey. I came over to Surrey at the neuroplasticity clinic there. I was tested. I fit into a very small box of 120 people all across North America and that's how poor my balance was. I just fit greatly into this small box. So, so they accepted me. I began the program and within second day, fourth time I had this device, it's, it's a called a pawns device. It's the portable neuromodulation stimulator and you wear it around your neck with, it's got 143 gold plate electrodes that send out pulses or signals to the tongue surface, providing the neurons beneath the tongue surface just enough stimulation to fire on their own, the electrical signals back up to the brain. And at the same time as I was doing that, I had a, just an a, just amazing therapist over in Surrey. 
And she had me doing some therapies at the same time as, it, as the pawns was sitting on my tongue. And so second day, afternoon session, they asked it took me to walk a line. Well, prior to that, if I walked a line, if I lifted one foot up, I would tip over. Right. It, just, it, it just wasn't, my balance system wasn't good enough for that. And in fact, when I started, my balance system was 27. Uh, relative, I'll speak relatively. It, it improved in five weeks to 87, which is a 60 point wow. rise. Well, the research of the, of the pawns, they set out with an aim to demonstrate at least a 15 point improvement. Wow. From normal therapy, if there's a six point improvement, it is amazing. Wow. They improve a 15 point. I did a 60 point in five weeks. So by day two, I was lifting up one foot, <laughs> putting it in front of the other, and then lifting up the next foot and putting it in front of the other, walking on a line that I just, I'm like looking around. I don't wow. mean why my brain can allow, why my feet can do this, why my brain's allowing me this to do this, and I'm not falling over. So huge changes took with place within my brain during those five. Amazing. It, it was set out and, uh, and approved two years later, it went through the health Canada and was approved two years later. Right. And I started more therapy, but it was set out to be for balance and gait. Right. I think it's approved for balance and gait within. Absolutely. But it fired my whole brain by the end of the first week. Well, I was, li- I was staying on my own in a hotel room there, you know, <laughs> so I didn't know it. It wasn't actually talking to myself out loud, but a lady, one of the other ladies in the program, she said, you sound different. Wow. And then, so when I touched base with like, well, whoever friends and family on the weekend, they were blown away. Cause I could talk. I could not talk to communicate properly prior to this or follow conversations. It was stunningly amazing. So, and so I'd like to just tell you that two years later, when I went into that same, it's a highly developed balanced machine. They have neuroplasticity clinic. When I went into that machine, I, I measured at 87 again at 87. Still two years later. Exactly the same number. So these changes are permanent. Neuroplasticity is a real thing. Our chain, our brains can change no wow. matter what you're told like two years is it. You won't change more after two years post-injury. No, I tell you the truth. We continue to change and grow. So I kept that. And, and, and with the pawns in my mouth, next time it was measured, like a couple of weeks later, I was 89. Well, 90 is the highest of anybody in that building. That's been my goodness. Like some, some, uh, Somebody that works upstairs that's like, you know, sort of. Uh... Catherine, like <laughs> that message is remarkable. And, you know, what I am always, you know me, I'm pretty curious, right? And, you know, I, <laughs> I wonder, though, for those that are listening, this is such a great message to hear, especially in light of the state of the world right now. It's such an inspiring message. You know, I'm curious, though, like, what was the mindset that you brought each day? As you're doing this, what was going on inside of you? What was the mantra that you brought each day that enabled you to get the most out of it? Well, I don't think it was anything calculated. I think I just showed up. 
I just like, honestly, my main message to share with people is just like, continue to put one foot in front of the other. Don't stop. Don't, I love don't, it. don't stop. Keep growing, keep learning, keep searching. If you don't have the answer, keep looking. If you aren't able to look, because I know the period of time I wasn't able to look, have someone look for you. Like keep eating well, keep drinking love it. water. Don't, don't eat things that will inflame your brain and be thankful and, and live with forgiveness in your heart and let go of bitterness and forgive yourself. Like <laughs> I love it. If you can't communicate, it's important that you still do. There's so many, well, I love to communicate. And I found there were so many blocks in the way, anywhere from like managing sound in a room and movement and fatigue and slow processing, word finding, comprehension, speech difficulties, following the sequence of a story of somebody who's talking to me, just like really diminished social skills. That's just a few. Yeah. How important is it that we still stay connected? So, so connected through virtual is fine. And it takes special people to allow us time to think and talk and respond. Be patient with the closest people around you. They're also learning to adapt. I think that's very important. We need to just, whoa, everybody's learning and on the same page. So, so when I walked into that clinic, like yeah. when I walked in, they knew they, they know brain injury. They understand it. I didn't have to be a rock. I was no rock star. Still am no rock star. Will never be a rock star, but I didn't need to be one. I could just be me. And they were very special people to learn. They've learned to listen in spite of these barriers. So I didn't have to have a mantra. I was so excited every morning to go in like, whoa, I have hit home. (laughs) I absolutely love it. And, you know, as I think about it, for those that are listening here, there's two key points, I think, out of that, that I think I really want to reinforce. And you did such a great job explaining it. Number one, when you find the right people to work with you, trust in them, really trust in them. And then number two, if that trust is there and is earned and given, then really engage in the process and only engage in that process. Make a singular focus towards that engagement. Because here's somebody that I'm speaking with right now that made some pretty remarkable gains through this, this program. And she's giving us, you know, her kind of recipe that she, that she went with. And really it comes down to, I think, those two things are really key here. Because there's a lot of distractions in this world. We all know that. And there's a lot of ways, there's a lot of worry that we can all have as well. But Catherine was able to really channel that. And I know it because I've talked to some of the therapists and they're friends that I know. And, uh, you know, really listen to that. If any of you are going through, you know, a challenging time right now and you find yourself in the process of rehabilitation, here's somebody who's been there multiple times. And I really encourage you to try as best you can. Be compassionate with yourself, number one, right? We're not going to be able to be, we're, none of us are perfect. I'm like you, I will never be a rock star and proud of it. You know, but once we can be a little bit self-compassionate and then trust in the people that we're working with, just engage in that process, eh? Absolutely. You couldn't have said it better, Mark. And, and that focus, I had the privilege of putting all else aside and I've done that a few times with the Pons therapy and then, and then the ABI that I really want to talk to you about too. Right. 
with those times I made meals up ahead. I had things arranged, uh, birthday presents bought and wrapped, like so that I could dive in. Part of that focus is rest though. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't even say that to our listeners any, any clearer than that. Rest is so incredibly important for our brains. It is as important as the therapy because healing comes while we rest. So when you're an all, all out go kind of person, it's fun to go all out. But when you're changing your brain, your brain takes a lot of rest. And don't think it's a waste. Some days are complete rest days. Some days I take off a therapy and I completely rest my brain because I know that's going to move it ahead in healing. That is so, so wise. And it's something that I know personally I really struggle with. And, um, but it's something that we're seeing a lot, not just in health, but in wellness now. You know, we're seeing new applications that have come out that are not just focused on helping people to kind of track and measure activity, but they're also focused on actually rewarding the rest, which is, I think is really novel, you know, like for, for people who continue to really struggle with that concept, that's pretty exciting that there is now applications that are actually in real time, helping people to understand how much rest they need in relation to the amount of load that they've recently put on their body and their mind. That's right. And sometimes rest looks like a, like a um, program I have. Insight Timer is a, is a program. They do have some, if you want this fancy program, they've got some costs, but it's a free program. Mm. And, and, and just some breathing, body scans. And I find that if I take, put my mind there, then it can, I can settle the other thoughts down and just slow right down. There are times though, that is even too much to feed my brain, even with someone talking. I just need to be quiet. I just need to see if I can just slow down without even without even that. So we are our own gauge and it's getting to listen to ourselves is tricky, but, but so important. Well, it's that whole tuning fork and becoming like biofeedback is a very key term, but you're talking about this real in, in real life context of actually starting to better recognize how we're actually doing in that moment, like really doing in that moment. And I think that's such a great mindset to have right now. Always, it's a good mindset, is that self-awareness as to how we're doing in any given moment against where we would like to be and against where we really need to be. So I'm wondering, you know, when you, sorry, I want to allow you that opportunity to talk about the ABI program. I mean, clearly the PONS program made a pretty significant difference with many things in, you know, but in some cases notably measured the, the gate and the balance made pretty significant, like life-changing improvements for you. Yes. When you talk about the other therapy, which is where I'm a little bit involved in, is this ABI wellness program. Do you mind talking just a tiny bit to that as well? Like, how were you introduced to this? What's it all about? (laughs) You know, and how was it for you? Right. No, I'd love to speak to that. Get the hook and pull me off if I'm taking too long. You're doing wonderful. (laughs) Great. (laughs) There's just, I'm just bursting to share if it encourages someone. And it's a, and I have to say, you know, in all of this, Mark, like when I say, oh, you need to rest and know your body. I'm on year nine and 
people have done a lot more years than that. And, and I appreciate that, but it's tricky. I don't ever mean to just be saying something off my cuff. I know it takes diligence. And then, and when you're, when you've had a brain injury, you've had things shaken out of your toolbox that you've gathered tools all your life. All of a sudden your toolbox is laying all over and you don't, you don't even know where and how to pick up the tools. So not easy. No. But then back again to just putting one foot in front of the other, continuing, gathering, taking rest, taking time, learning therapy. So don't ever, ever let me just like throw, throw little statements as, uh, as I, oh yeah. And you just do this. It's not like that. It's tough. Is it tough? Oh yeah. Is it worth it? Absolutely. (laughs) It's so worth it. So I, so I was over, um, I had the privilege of just speaking a little tiny bit at an engagement and this, and the woman that followed me that was speaking, she talked about the clocks. Now, when I was relearning to read, a lovely kindergarten teacher came to my home and retaught me to read. Now I've got three sets of letters behind my name, but I, yeah, got all mixed up and forgot a lot of mm-hmm. things. So, so in the last couple of years, that's what's happened for me. And so this is with the pawns in my mouth. So I'm, so it's released in 2019. I'm back with the pawns because I know it ignites my, and with the help of my physiotherapist, we're trying to write a cognitive program, still working on my vestibular system. Um, not the balance, but just the wishy-washy in my head. I'm still working on that part, but we're writing. I'm writing this cognitive program. I'm gleaning anything I can. I'm reading instructions on how to play Monopoly because uh, sequencing, relearning sequencing and things like that. So as I was learning to re-relearning to read, I had the books, The Brain's Way of Healing, because that's where I had, see, had seen on the documentary, the, the Pawns, and The Brain That Changes Itself. And within that book, I read about Barbara Aerosmith Young. And I just was trying to do all the things that I could understand that she did anything. I was picking up like a sponge, putting into my own program because I knew my brain. I didn't, it's when you have a compromised cognitive ability and you're writing a program with help, it's tough. But I knew it was possible. I knew. And then I read about Barbara Aerosmith Young and how she rebuilt her brain. And she was compromised when she wrote her program. And I thought, yes. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, she talked about the clocks and I wanted so bad. And I made a big clock on a full, on a big uh, scrap paper. And I put little numbers here and there. Like I, I really didn't understand what she meant. So when I was speaking that evening and the mm-hmm. lady followed me, talked about the clocks, I thought, that's it. And you were there, Mark. I so, was. Yeah. So yeah. And I, I could tell by your smile from the edge of the crowd that you were connected with the woman that was speaking. So right. I approached you and we talked about the clocks. And I said, that's it. I want the clocks, I think. Correct me if yeah. I'm wrong. But yeah. That was- no, absolutely. Catherine, I remember it so well. Like, it, it's crazy. You know, that was in probably early March 2020, right before the pandemic. It would have been around give or take March 7th, 6th or 7th. 
And because I remember I, I was on my way to Kelowna the very next day. And I remember meeting you thinking, wow, you know, this woman's remarkable, what she what she's seen through the physiotherapy, you know, treatments that she's engaged in. Clearly, you know, she's doing everything she can to get better. And it was really inspiring. And one of our former clients was also speaking at the same time, Clayton, just after you. And he was talking about some of his experience. And it was just really cool to see both of you. And Clayton's been on the podcast before and is just a wonderful human being like like you and inspires many. And we kept in touch. You know, that was a cool thing is we just over the year, over the past year, we kind of kept in touch. And it was really interesting because you kept in touch with, with me. And then all of a sudden I hear, oh my God, she's doing the program. <laughs> this is so oh, yeah. great. <laughs> Tell us more. Tell us more. Great. So thanks to you, I, I got in touch with the Sea to Sky Sports Physio Clinic in Squamish and got on a call with a sharp young therapist, just an ace, this young fellow. And he was interested in my story. I, I told him my story. It's amazing, man. And he said, let's test you. So we, we the next time we got on the, the um, communication phone or <laughs> yeah, he yeah. me and said I was a fit. Well, following that testing, like I walked out of, well, when I was speaking to, to Jordan, I was, my speech was all messed up. I think it was probably significant to him. And I went outside to talk to my husband and my speech was backwards, broken, slurred, words were all mixed up. I knew it was exactly the program that I needed that fit for me because that part of the program, and the program is big, but that part of the program was good for me because it, it hit exactly what wasn't re yet repaired. Now I know I don't rebuild those pathways that are broken. I make new pathways, but my new pathways weren't there or weren't strong and weren't all connected. I was not connected in these areas. And I went out to talk to my husband and it just took him back just took him back years of stepped back in my speech. And I said, this is it. However, I got the words out. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, definitely signed up. And at the same time, I got my Pons machine back. And I know that clinic also uh, carries the Pons machine, like just so exactly. easy what's available to us now in these days. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the two programs simultaneously. And I, uh, I live on Quadra Island. So COVID did me a favor in that we can take these things virtually now. Yoo-hoo. So I did both programs virtually, poured my heart and my soul and my time completely into it, went at it with all of my might. It took, I think probably the two programs together might, including rest, might've taken about 30 hours a week. Yeah. Um, I believe it. But I said, this, this is my opportunity. This is my window. And I, I know, I know the amazingness of the pawns and I've read the amazingness of Barbara Aerosmith Young and the, the clocks and thought, just go. So every day that was it hit the exercise because exercise yeah. I mean, exercise is great for a mood stabilizer, but it also it also just puts us and gets us ready to to learn. One hundred percent. It primes us. So so I just went into the exercise and then and I have to say I'm I'm fifty nine years old and I glow occasionally. 
I never sweat and I certainly don't perspire. So my beautiful young therapist had me like sweating. <laughs> it was great. I'm like, okay. But you know, it, it, I, you can't go from like grandma to, to, um, to sweating like a horse unless you're guided carefully and he guided me. Yeah. Carefully I love that. Yeah. I love that. So I don't, I don't say to somebody, just get out there and hit the payment at no. all. No, I appreciate that qualifier. I think that's really important. And thank you for saying that, you know, for those that are listening, I think, you know, let's really, you know, reflect on the message is that, you know, again, attitude is important. Trust is important. Focus on the process is also very important. And this really relates closely to one of the key points of Catherine's message is trust, though. Trust in the professionals that you're working with, right? And be honest with how you're feeling and make sure to report the symptoms that you're having. I absolutely did. I, I reported, oh, you know, oh, it's cranky right here. So so Jordan would give me a stretch, uh, guide me through something and send me something on the computer so I could actually watch how it's done. Love it. And, and so no, uh, yeah, I felt so privileged. I can't like, I, Oh, he's the best. I mean, this guy, like I'm going to give a shameless plug, but you know, Jordan McCarl is the person we're talking about at Cedar Sky Sports Physio. He's a kinesiologist, but he's really curious. He's a very good, well, you can speak better to it to me. I, I just found him to be a very curious professional and very interested in the brain, the brain and the body's capacity to improve. Right. And because his specialty is, well, I can't exactly remember the name of it, but he specializes in like muscles and all those fancy things. He knows what he's talking about. So oh, yeah. I, I just said, okay, <laughs> it's exactly what I was asked to. And on the clocks, I, well, I kept asking for permission for a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Catherine, Catherine, I, I maybe because I know you're very humble, but maybe I can nicely explain in terms of the results that we saw in your cognitive health they were extremely significant on the positive side and this is using kind of validated measures not just inside of program measures these are external measures and we saw pretty you know very significant changes and i think it's again obviously a reflection of the focus that you had applied with the effort that you invested and all the resources you invested into this so I think what we saw here for me in sharing your story a little bit or enabling you to share your story is that, you know, where you are currently does not dictate where you're going to end up. And I think that's very important. And you and I have talked many times, like, I want people to understand that it does not mean that where you're at is going to be and where you would like to be is going to be exactly where you think that is. But by applying that effort with focus and trust in professionals that can help you get more towards where you want to go, improvement is always possible. And I really want people to hear that because you're such a wonderful example of that. And something that you do better than almost anyone I've met is you're constantly seeking new answers, not going into things, you know, without doing homework, you do more homework than anyone. But trying to understand, okay, this is the issue I'm having. Okay, how might this help? Okay, this is help with this. Now I still have this particular matter that I'd like to address. Okay, how do I get involved with that? And then 
what was really interesting is blending those two together. That I don't think that had been done in that way before. And I think it was fascinating. Mm, so that was a lot of athletes. I'm not too sure. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. But um, I think I think to go at it with an approach of curiosity and openness and know I know I know I'll never be the same again. And my life will never look the same again. But boy, am I excited and curious after I faced that it would never be the same again and grieved to that period of time and grieved not, not using what that I had learned, worked so hard towards, but moving on from then, just being curious of the blessings that would open up in life. Like how fun, a tough, but fun. So, and as far as my effort and my discipline, that's all good and, and, and well, but I put effort, that same effort and that same discipline into every program I've ever put in for the last nine years, every therapy right. spent like six months at the hospital day program in therapies. So yes, but <laughs> these therapies don't happen because of my effort, the changes mm. in the brain. Yes, I made I I stood there and said, okay, what what do I need to do? And did what what I asked. But the people, people like, you know, 40 years ago when the Pons was first invented um, by Dr. Henry Akirita, I think it was. Yeah. Yep. And, and moved forward. I mean, I'm so thankful to him. I'm so thankful to Barbara Aerosmith. I'm yeah. so all the people that administer it, all the people who love us and encourage us and put those forward. And for these amazing therapies that stand out far above anything I've taken so far and or worked with or used uh, or participated in. So I can't take all that praise, actually. I, I really do think it's the programs primarily that made the biggest changes in my brain. And I feel now the best I've felt, most like me, the most connected I've been. There are times I even forget brain injury is part of my story. Mm -hmm. now, that's a big wow for me in my life. That's a big wow. Met someone this week and told her a bit of a bit of the journey of my life and nothing significant. But anyway, I did not include brain injury, not because I didn't want to, not because I was ashamed or anything. Of course I'm not. It's part of me. I just, it just, that's not what I was talking about. I love it. it. Focus. And that in itself, that in itself is a healing, like an, an emotional healing. It's just so fun to be feeling connected. Yeah, without question. I mean, you know, when we think about, I like what you said, and I think sometimes that's something that, you know, can, can get missed, is you're right. I mean, these are two really innovative programs that at this point are not as accessible as they need to be, you know, and that's part of our, you know, role is to find ways to increase access to the kind of therapies that have gone through academic rigor that can help people improve. And that's a big motivator, obviously, for me on the ABI side is to try to make these things at least available. My big thing is at least have informed choice. If it's not for you, that's, that's totally fine. But to have the, the opportunity to choose a neuroplastic cognitive rehab program for me, that's very, very important. 
because I've seen firsthand what it can do for people and, um, or sorry, I phrased that improperly, what it can do for people to help themselves. Correct. You know, that, that, that's what it is. Cause the program doesn't do it. The program is a conduit that enables the individual to engage and therefore get the results themselves. And I think that's, what's so beautiful about the therapies. So if there's kind of, you know, one kind of final message that you would like for people to hear and, and kind of, you know, around the future of brain health, you know, what would that be? I mean, you plugged the book, I think, you know, the brain that changes itself and the brain's way of healing, please pick up those books. They're so good. <laughs> Dr. Norman Deutsch is a savant. He's an absolute leader, a wonderful guy. He's profiling people around the world doing really important work in the world of brain health. Check out both those books, please. You know, and for you, kind of the final message, you know, what would you like for people to kind of take home? What's your take home message, you know, around the future of brain health and things that you need to see or would love to see improve? Well, the accessibility and availability, really, I think there's been incredibly people that have gone before us and are with us now. And the sports world is opening up so much about traumatic brain injury and concussion and that I distrust that that's going to filter through to general population. So my hope is that we, the, uh, the people that are, I was going to say normal, you know, that, 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 that don't have money to fly around the world, but that we have programs that are accessible. So that, that would definitely. hundred percent you on that that's uh, I want to I want all of us I want all of us to walk hand in hand and cross the finish line together and I think everybody listening that's had any change to their brain is the courageous is the strong is the amazing person that I think everyone could actually stop and just take a moment take a bow for the courage to face the day and strength to get through the, this one and tomorrow. So, yeah, so that's what I would uh, just encourage. I love it. And it takes pioneers. That's the thing. That's what you're talking about is, you know, it makes me think of the Apple commercial that gives me goosebumps every single time. You know, they show Einstein and many other brilliant people, Steve Jobs and Henry Ford, I believe, and a few others. And it's like, here's to the crazy ones, the ones who are crazy enough to think that it was possible. Oh, yes. Only 40 years ago, neuroplasticity. I mean, people were amongst the colleagues, they were laughed at and put down. Imagine, thank you that that has gone on before us. Thank you that so much is going on right now. And thank you that we can just pick it up and keep going with it. Well, you're, I mean, more accessible. You're a gift. And, you know, I, I know there's been a lot going on. It's been challenging to coordinate schedules. And I'm just so grateful that you were able to invest some of your time with me today. Because I always feel fuller having spent time with you. And, you know, I want to kind of leave it with this on my end is that, you know, I think of Barbara Aerosmith Young, who's a mentor of mine and you know, very, one of the most humble people I know. And, you know, when she's talking many times, um, she dedicates the talks to Alexander Luria, who, you know, is kind of one of the paramount figures in kind of neuroplasticity, who's no longer with us. But, it, you know, she's, when you think about that, you think about the level of integrity that is involved in this work and how hard it is, you know, to develop these sorts of programs and, 
and make them accessible, it all starts with that humility and integrity, but also underneath it all, exactly what you were talking about. A clear purpose for why I'm trying to do what I'm doing, trust in the people that I'm working with, and then engagement in that process. And those three key lessons are, are things that I think you have shown so well in this, in this interview, what that can do for someone if they're struggling. And I just really want to thank you for sharing all of your experiences and all your vulnerabilities with us today. Uh, I really, really appreciate it. Thanks, Mark. Thanks for the privilege of being here and to share and to just, uh, yeah, just send out love and a warm blanket of care and gentleness and healing, wish for healing for all of my friends, all of the beautiful people. And may you have grace for each other, grace for yourselves as you walk forward. Wonderful. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Brain Mastery Podcast brought to you by ABI Wellness. Be sure to follow us on social media channels at ABI Wellness. The statements made regarding the Bears platform and ABI Wellness have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of the Bears platform has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. The Bears platform is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice.